there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! go. Well, where would you rather be than in the Estadio Santiago Bernabeu in Madrid? The Radisson Red in Glasgow on the banks of the Clyde. We're here, the Go Radio Football Show. But what better company than many of the Celtic fans who have joined us here for the programme tonight at Real Madrid against Celtic. Mark Guidi is here. We'll talk about Rangers. Last night we were here for the match. And a man, well, a Celtic legend. Everyone delighted to get some pictures already. The one and only John Hartson. John, good evening. Thank you, Paul. Good evening to you, mate. Great to be here for yes. the programme tonight. Yeah, I mean, where will we start? You could say nothing to play for. Are you kidding? Real Madrid against Celtic in the Champions League? Yeah, well, I think it's a great game. I think um, I think Celtic have had good moments in all the games. I think they've uh, troubled the opposition, no more so than Real Madrid in game one. I thought Celtic could have took the lead in that game if, if, if we'd had uh, better, uh, more clinical finishing on the night. But tonight, obviously, Real Madrid, the champions, the holders, they're, they're the league leaders in La Liga, just a point ahead of Barcelona. They've got wonderful players. But embrace it. You know, nobody really, really expects Celtic to go to Real Madrid and play them off the park and win the game. Every knows it's a very, very difficult fixture. But what an experience for some of the guys, you know, some of the younger players, the likes of Jota and, and Hitati and one or two others, they've not got Champions League experience. So what a place to give them the experience away at the Bernabeu in game six. We're already out. I don't like the word free hit because I don't think Ange would want to use it as a free hit. He'd still want his players to go and perform and play their football. And on, on the evidence of how we've played, maybe Real Madrid might just take their eye off the ball slightly because they're already through um, to the knockout stages. Maybe we can just go and steal a march tonight. 5.45 kickoff will be on right up until kickoff. Mark, for the Celtic fans, it's been a different atmosphere than it was with the Rangers fans with the Champions League. A step too far for Rangers. Ange Postacoglu said two weeks ago that Celtic do feel at home in the Champions League. They should have done better on occasions. How are you feeling about this game tonight with Real Madrid? Yeah, well, I think Celtic have acquitted themselves well, albeit, again, at the bottom line is it's no victories out of five, two points. But I think they've been the front foot. Uh, in most of the games, of a you know, with an hour or so, they've done well. I mean, they've missed. You'd argue they've missed five or six sitters over the course of the, the the games. That said, the two chances that Alfredo Morelos has had, the one last night and the one last week in Napoli, Celtic haven't. I don't think as clear cut chances as that. But I, I've said for a moment, one Paul after assessing the, the opening game at Celtic Park, I think Celtic looked anxious um, and maybe trying too hard, overthinking it in the final third I mean you take Kyogo for example he's finishing Sunday against Livingston took his touch boom it was in the net four days earlier against Shakhtar you know he, he finishes weekly on a one on one so look if they take their chances they're only a wee chance tonight Real Madrid still need to win 
possibly to be guaranteed that they, you know, they top the group and they'll want to top the group. But we'll wait and see the teams are. A lot will depend. We'll get a flavour of what Real Madrid think once we see Carlo Ancelotti starting 11. Well, let's get the team update from Ange Postacoglu. This was him speaking earlier. Um, yeah, squad-wise, um, uh, Cameron Cardovic has uh, pulled up a bit sore after the game on uh, Sunday or so, whenever it was. Um, yeah, the artificial pitch wasn't great for him, so we've left him at home. Everyone else apart from Callum, obviously, is out, uh, is fit and available, and um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. So Cameron Carter-Vickers, a bit of a precaution as well, uh, looking to the next three games this week, or if he'd been fit, he would have been in tonight. He's such a, a yeah. cornerstone of that defence. Well, he's obviously struggled, and, and Ange, um, you know, the, the AstroTurf pitch up at Almond Vale at the weekend. He's obviously maybe a little bit stiff, Cameron Carter-Vickers. Maybe he's feeling a few injuries, maybe... A, you know, certain parts of his body. Ange's clearly not a fan. Um, neither am I of them pitches. I understand why lower league teams have them. You know, they can make a lot of money. They can lease the ground. They can rent the stadium out on weekends to local businesses. I understand financially why they are put down and why the SPFL allow uh, the Scottish uh, teams to play with that type of pitch. Um, but it is what it is. There's several teams now that have them. Uh, but it's unfortunate that Cameron Carter-Vickers misses out because Ange have said he's almost saying that if it wasn't for the pitch, he would have played. If he'd have played on grass, maybe, he might have been available. Um, so that's a blow. I think it'll be Welsh and Jens, naturally. I think it'll be the natural two that will play two centre-backs tonight. But... Cameron Carter-Vickers, I think we missed him a couple of weeks ago. Did We, we lost uh, that game at St Mirren. He yep. was out. Yep. Um, so he's become a real pivotal, important player for us. So we'll miss him tonight. Um, but it is what it is, and, and, and I'm just to find a way to play without him. Have you played in the Bernabeu? Did you no, it's, no, it's it's a f- at the few stadiums that I haven't played. John, you were at Arsenal, you were no, at I West Ham, you there. were at Celtic. You were me, name, yeah, me, no, name me another stadium. Yeah. But I was very lucky. I played at the New Camp and yeah. most of the other grounds. Uh, you know the San Siro, these yeah. other top stadiums. Uh, <laughs> but never, never. Actually, yeah. funnily enough, Celtic. While I was at Celtic, we never actually drew Real Madrid in any of the competitions. So. Um, but no, I would have loved to have played yeah. there. You know, it's a magnificent stadium, but uh, special ground. Never yeah. even been there, Paul. Never, uh, even, never even witnessed it. No, I was in it the last time they played there in competition. I was a very, very young, straight from school. But it was back in 1980, and Celtic went in ahead, of course, and that was in the European Cup. This, the Champions League. Now, Mark, it's a special place, isn't yeah. it, in Madrid? And the players then, Yota. Do you think we might see him back tonight? Yeah, um, I mean, there's good options. There's, there's Yota, there's Abada. I think James Forrest has been terrific. There's Haksabanovic. Um, there's, there's plenty of options in the wide areas. Obviously, last week at Celtic Park, they started with Jakimakis and Kyogo um, in the, the starting 11, which we were all surprised at. I can't see him doing that um, tonight. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who goes in beside Jens uh, as a central defensive uh, partnership. I think Joe Hart will captain the team. But look, at, at some point, you would imagine Celtic will be in the back foot. They've got to defend. They've got to be compact. They've got to communicate well with each other. But they'll get chances, Paul. And let's just hope that tonight that they take their chances and make a proper game of it. First big question of the night, is it Yota or Jota? I don't know why I said Yota. I normally say Jota. Who says Jota? Yeah, so a couple of hundred 
People, I'm sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I said Yotto. Yotta. Um, we'll talk Rangers shortly because obviously yes. lots of the Rangers fans were listening in as well. Um, it wasn't 3-1 last night. I mean, beforehand, five was going to be a bridge too far, but they would have hoped to take something, John, last night from it for Rangers. Yeah. A, a draw even, but it, but it wasn't to be. No, it, it seems to me, though, Paul, that Rangers haven't enjoyed the whole experience. You know, listening to what's coming out of the club, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's interview last night, you know, they haven't had the Champions League money to spend. We knew that um, because look at the players that they brought in. They didn't spend an awful lot of money. Um, players like Lawrence and Matondo and one or two other guys. But also, you know, it is almost they're saying we're glad to be out. We've had enough of it. You know, they, they've lost six out of six, um, not got a point on the board. And it's almost like the opposite with Celtic. Celtic are delighted to be in it. You know, they're embracing it. They're enjoying the challenge. And listen, if we Celtic get beat 4-0 tonight, the likes of one or two of the players have not been at this level. Mm. Ange wants to rebuild. That's why it's so important now to go and win the title, your domestic title. Because that's why it's called the Champions League. It's, it's for the champions. Um, and it's just been like a totally opposite uh, situation, a story in terms of Celtic have enjoyed it and Ange wants to be in it. You've got to be in, I'm uh, uh, playing against these world-class players, these brilliant teams to move forward with your career. And it's almost like from Rangers' point of view, um, you know, there, there was on, on the television last night, there was almost talking as if they're delighted to be out of the competition. That, you know, they, they didn't particularly enjoy it. I know they had a really hard group. Liverpool and Napoli. Napoli are, are sure. you know, their Serie A. Yeah. Liverpool mm. are, you know, a top club. But this is where you want to be, isn't this it? Is Champions where, League. This is where yep. you want to be. So it's, it's interesting to listen to the two sides of the story, whereas Ange has enjoyed it. Although they've not particularly, you know, won games, they've been very unforced. They've created chances. And we know why they haven't won games. They've not been clinical enough. And yep. Ange will work on that. And, and, and build on this experience, knowing that next year they would love to be back at this level. This is the highest level. You want to play as a footballer at the highest level you can. These are the games you tell your grandkids about. The places that you went as a player, you know, when I was coming through, playing at Barcelona, playing at the San Siro, all these gra grounds, we loved it. And we never had a particularly good record under Martin O'Neill in the Champions League, but we wanted to be there every year. Some great games. Juventus wave after wave of attack and all that. Right. What's the biggest game any of us have played in? So for you, John, it was uh, you played in some of the biggest, Mark, for you, what's the biggest game? It had to be the Lanarkshire Derby, Albion Rovers against the Airdrie. Okay, yeah. mine was Stonefield Park, Blantyre against <laughs> uh, Burnbank. Brian, what about you then? Fives on a Wednesday night. Fives on a Wednesday Where do you play? Wishaw? Aye. Oh. Hey, I wish sports, I? Wishy. I said Wishaw, you said Wishy. Really. Brian from Wishaw. We'll come back to Rangers shortly, but we're previewing the Celtic game just now. Brian, good to see Big John in the house. Hello, yeah. Yeah. I've met him Have you? Yeah. Aye. So, Brian, what are you thinking uh, about Celtic? What about the campaign and John's point that Celtic, of course, you'd want more points. Have you enjoyed it, though? I've enjoyed it either. It's been good. Just a pity we didn't win anything. But it's the, good being there, eh? Shakhtar away. Remember should, that should one? Should have yeah. beat them. Should have beat Leipzig, really. Yeah. Well, I think, Brian, we can learn from that. You know, I think in the second half against uh, Shakhtar Donetsk, we totally controlled the game. Uh, we had a 20-minute spell before half-time where Shakhtar were very good. 
when they equalised, and I'm almost thinking we have to get to half-time 1-1 to regroup, to get the lads sat down and then come out in the second half. And I, I just, I really felt that there's been certain games, even Real Madrid, we could have been 2-0 up. We should have been 2-0 up. You know, so in terms of where it's gone wrong, I think Ange would say himself, it's only gone wrong really mainly, mainly because we haven't, we haven't taken our chance. And we've had so many. What was it the other day, a stat? 62 efforts on goal. And we only scored three goals in the whole competition. So, you know, that ain't good enough. And that's what they've got to improve on. Mark, we keep hearing about learning in this competition. What do you think Celtic have learned from the first game, which was so good for much of it, for an hour, yeah, against Real Madrid, until tonight? What have they learned? What have they learned, Paul? Um, take, your, take your chat well. We'll assess it at the end because they might learn lessons and put them into practice tonight. So we need to see, you know, are they going to be more clinical in front of goal? Are they going to relax more? Are they going to be more switched on defensively? You know, you could spot wee errors, like for example, you know, Juranovic has made a couple of yeah. weak and small errors. Nothing, nothing glaring, but things that at this level you're not going to get away with. So if Celtic go and take their chances tonight, as John said, they might, you know, they might lose a game, but if they stick a cut away and lose D2, say, well, well, they've learned, they've learned to relax more in front of goal. There's a great starting point because they're scoring goals. And then you, you, you take that, uh, you take that on. Um, so but I, it's, it's been, it's been good. And I think John's point at the top of the show actually is a great point. You know, you, you can see Rangers last night, unfortunately, conceding a goal inside four minutes. You've only been the camera, TV cameras are flashed around the stadium. And you see a lot of fans sitting with their head in their hands thinking, Oh my God, here we yeah. go. Whereas with Celtic, they have embraced it. That they've, they've not won a game, mm-hmm. but they've enjoyed it. They've en- enjoyed the experience, which which is good. And it's a shame that I agree with you. That it looks as though the Rangers players, the Rangers management, and the Rangers supporters have to enjoy. When you think of the opening game. Yep. Rangers have never really recovered from the four 0 defeat in Amsterdam. Back to Celtic tonight. Let's hear from Matt O'Reilly, who's looking forward to this game in the Bernabeu. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's exciting to be here. I got a look at the pitch just now. Was able to take in the stadium quite early, so that's nice. Yeah, really looking forward to it. It's Real Madrid, isn't it? So um, I think from our point of view, we just want to show that we do belong at this level, in a sense, and do our best to get to get a result and put on a good performance. Brian, who's joining us here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. The manager said, yeah, enjoy the tour to the fans, because it is amazing going around that stadium, but don't be overawed tonight. How are you feeling about the game? How do you think it's going to go? I'd love to say we're going to beat them, but I kind of see us beating them no one Bermuda anyway I just hopefully they can put a performance in and jog it account yourself and of course they need a win to make sure that they come out on top and that's where you would want to be and where they would want to be as the defending champions and I see they drew at the weekend uh, a late late goal which the manager I see a four match ban Ancelotti because of uh, yeah, his protestations at the end what's your score line and what do you think score I think we'll score yeah I think 4-1 Defeat. 4-1 defeat. Okay, some of your former friends over there. <laughs> Brian, that's took yeah. the pressure right off me, by the way. I'm going to say 2-1 defeat, but you've took the pressure right well, off exactly. me there. Oh. <laughs> Drama, did not it? Yeah. What the players have got. Yeah. Who's your all-time favourite player, apart from Henrik Larsson, which we normally put it. Would it be Larsson, your all-time favourite Celtic player? Um, nah, no. Nope. All right, okay. I had, when I was growing up, my top with hearts and ten on it. 
Brilliant. Oh, yeah, I could right. all <laughs> You could come every week, Brian, if you <laughs> Fantastic, want. Fantastic. You're yeah. welcome every week, Paul. Yeah. I don't know. You always, just a boy. Were you always a suit at school? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> what, what about some of the goals from Big John? Big Bad John. Great player. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, thank you, mate. Fantastic. Thank you. What was your favourite one? 110 yeah. ago. What was your favourite one? Oh. School against Liverpool. Oh. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Were you at the match? Nah, nah. I was at that game covering it and going in, the media guys were saying, oh, who will Liverpool, who will Liverpool play next? They just yeah. thought that they would win a bit like Sunnis did at the Blackburn game. Do you remember that? And they yeah. thought, oh, we'll get you back down the road. And my goodness, they did, didn't they? Mm -hmm. But uh, you give them something to think about. But the Liverpool game, people couldn't believe it. Alan Thompson as well. And Hartson, he can't score from there, can he? He was Always. so far out. <laughs> Always. Yeah. And Samo still claims that he meant that goal. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't mean that yeah. under the wall. He just hit it as hard as he could. Nice kick. So I hope he's not listening, by the way. <laughs> Mark, Benzema though could well be playing tonight, couldn't he? The Ballon d'Or winner. And in a yeah. way, you know, I think, do you want him to play tonight? Yeah, the Celtic fans are saying yes. The Celtic fans, what is it? Is it eight or nine thousand that have travelled? But there's maybe only two thousand that get tickets, or just less than two thousand. Maybe a few more will get their hands on them to get into the stadium. But I think you know one of the, the, the and I'll use the word the pleasure of being in the Champions League season, even though it ended in defeat in the opening game, was watching Tony Cruz and Luka Modric. I mean, it was really special. A, as John said, Paul was there. That's been what 40 years since Celtic played Real Madrid so to, to see Modric and, and Cruz operate the way they did was absolutely uh, first class so that, that, that was a highlight and tonight for, for the Celtic team for the Celtic manager and for the Celtic supporters being in the Bernabeu I've been lucky enough to be there it is an exceptional arena it's brilliant and I don't think Celtic's going to win the game but I know they'll go out and embrace it and enjoy it and that's so important Here's Ange speaking about the Celtic fans in terms of our supporters, they've been outstanding um, this whole campaign and they've supported us um, home and away. Everyone talks about the atmosphere at Celtic Park and European nights, but our support away from home in Europe is um, something we're really proud of as well. They, they get behind us and for everyone at the football club, they've really been looking forward to this game. There's history between you know, Celtic and Real. Di Stefano's testimonial was between the two clubs. We haven't played you know, since then, so... Yeah, for everyone at our club, we're very proud to, to again be here at the Bernabeu playing against, you know, one of the world's greatest teams. And, and hopefully tomorrow night is, is a game that, you know, um, will be memorable for, for everyone, including our supporters. He speaks brilliantly, doesn't he? And it's, uh, he mentioned there the uh, Di Stefano uh, testimonial back in 1967. There was an outstanding player, not just Di Stefano in the night. Well, Jimmy Johnson, I think. Yep. I think Jimmy Johnson... Stole the show uh, that yeah. night, Paul, by all accounts, and um, not only were the, the Celtic supporters very proud of him, but the Real Madrid uh, supporters. And in fact, was a not a, was a not a pretty much like a, like a fight on the pitch from the Real Madrid players were fighting amongst each other to see who was getting Jinky's jersey. They, they all they all wanted it um, at the end of the game. They so yeah, nearly walking to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, aye, yeah. uh, what, what you know, what a special occasion that would have been, and for Celtic to be requested to go and play in De Stefano's testimonial, you know, that's. I mean, that's very, very special. We've got the teams. I'll give you the teams just ahead of the break. The Celtic lineup. Here it is. It's Joe Hart. I'll just give you as it's come out. So Hart, Taylor, Starfelt. He's back. Oh. Jens, Kyogo, Abada, Aaron Moy is in as well. O'Reilly, Maeda, Hatati, and Juranovic. So there you are. We'll uh, we'll give you that lineup. Obviously, 
uh, in just a moment or two. Yeah, Mark's just working out there. Of course, Juranovic and Taylor. You've got Starfelt in there. Yeah, I've got it, Jens. You've got it, right? Yeah, Mark? so it's, a, yeah. it's a, the usual 4-3-3. Joe Hart and goals at the back. Juranovic, Starfelt, Jens and Taylor. Midfield three, Moy, Hitati and O'Reilly. And a front three of Abada and Maida on the wings and Kyogo through the middle. We're going to get John Hartson's reaction to that and the Real Madrid team just after this break. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! go, 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 go. This is the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney with John Hartson and Mark Guidi and lots of the Celtic fans are here. We're with Macklin Motors live at the Radisson Red for the Euro Nights, which will be coming up later afterwards on our podcast with Steen. Some of the headlines today. So Rangers out of Europe completely after the 3-1 defeat last night at home to Ajax. Uh, some news today. Tony Watt, his red card has been rescinded quite properly at the weekend and he's free to play his former club Celtic. Steven Gerrard has been installed as the bookies' favourite to be next Rangers manager. I thought they had a manager, and they have indeed, in the shape of GVB. Benzema ready to return for the clash with Celtic, but he's on the bench, I'll tell you that. And Scotland will play England in a friendly to mark 150 years since the first clash of the big two. It's going to be on the 12th of September next year at Hamden. Real Madrid against Celtic. Mark, you gave us the Celtic lineup just before the break. What about Real Madrid? Yeah, it looks like a, a 4-3-3. Courtois goals at the back. Carvajal, Alaba, Militao and Mendy, Valverde, Cruz and Modric. Your midfield and then Asensio, Rodrigo and Vinicius Jr. making up a quite formidable forward line. Certainly is. And the Celtic lineup, we know no Carter Vickers, but Carl uh, Starfield back, Mark, for the first time in a couple of months. Yeah, so it'll be uh, Starfield and Jens um, playing together. Obviously, Taylor and, and, and Juranovic picked themselves, um, you know, two top class uh, fullbacks when it comes to the, the, the big games they two are always in. You know, a strong uh, midfield and, and a strong forward 3-2. One thing we know, Paul, Celtic will have a go. You know, they'll have a go. Give they us the midfield again. Sorry for those it's just tuning Moy, in. Yep. Hitati and O'Reilly, your midfield three. Yep. Abada on the right, Maida on the left and Kyogo through the middle. Okay, Maida, of course, called up for uh, Japan. Kyogo was not, nor indeed was Hitati. John, you've heard the teams. What are you thinking of it? Well, I think it's um, it's it's as good a team as he can put out there. The only one thing me and a few of the lads here, uh, with us tonight were slightly um, not not concerned about, but Ange obviously feels he's ready. Is uh, is Starfeld having yep. been out for what what the last I don't know three or four games, um, and then obviously you've got Welsh on the bench. Uh, he obviously feels more comfortable or just as comfortable playing Starfeld, bringing him back so soon. Um, to play such a game of this high intensity um, with he loves Starfelt, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, he, I mean, like, he, he likes so well. Starfelt. Yeah. He's probably waiting for him to come back. It's minutes in his legs uh, tonight. Um, so that that was the only one for me. Other than that, I think we're very strong. Obviously, we, we're without uh, our captain, uh, McGregor. Uh, no Jota, uh, but Moy, Hitati, O'Reilly there. They're very solid. As, you know, there's a good balance in there. Anabada, Maeda, Kyogo, they've they performed so well for us so, on so many occasions. And a, a strong bench, as you indicated, Bain and Segrist, uh, G. Kamakis, Haksabanovic, Turnbull, McCarthy, Jota, Bernabe, Abilgard, Forrest, Ralston and Welsh. That's yeah. a strong bench, as yeah. we've uh, seen in a long time. Connor joins us, uh, dental technician, great teeth yes. there. <laughs> no advertising, I can no, bring you no onto the department. Uh, Connor, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. How are you feeling about it tonight? Um, 
I'm confident. I think I think we'll definitely score. I think with Maeda's pace and uh, Abada's extra quality, I think we could get a goal. I would prefer draw on the wing. Pardon the song, obviously. Yeah. But I think, uh, <laughs> but I think, um, I think, but he's he's worked. Maeda's worked great. I think I think we'll get a goal. Um, Jack and Marcus seem to kind of pressure the, the two centre backs the last game, and. Um, I thought he he gave a wee bit more than Kyogo. So I'm a wee bit surprised, but I think we'll do. I think we'll do all right. I think we'll get a goal and give a good account for ourselves. Mark, could he be looking to the weekend by playing <clears throat> Kyogo rather than Jakimakis? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that in terms of the people who've travelled, he's picked the, the, the strongest eleven uh, available. So, like leaving Carter Vickers behind, he's not what he's risking. Obviously, it's important that Celtic win the three games before we get into the the, the World Cup break. Um, as well, but certainly players available. Um, no, I think he's picked the team that he thinks uh, can win the game tonight. I don't think he's picked a team with one eye on Saturday, Paul. I okay. think he's absolutely yep. focused on this. What do you think of the lineup? Yeah, I think it's as good as you can go. But you know, would Haxabanovic be better than Maida? Possibly. Would James Forrest be better than Maida? Possibly. Um, you know, could, could you have? Um, some else in there, yeah. You know, could you have Marcus instead of Kyogo? Aye, you know, why not? But I think that you know, I don't think there's anybody that's not in the starting eleven. You could say, oh my god, I can't believe he's left him out. I think you know, he's got as good a starting eleven as, as he could pick from the squad available. Connor, how have you felt about the campaign so far? I think we've deserved to be in the competition. I think we've good, we've put a good um, contribution, contribution, and sorry, um, I just think we've. Not being clinical enough, I think. Um, you think you look at how many shots we've had, and they've not been finished. I think it's quite disappointing. How that surprised way. are you at that? Because players like Kyogo, who are almost scoring for fun at home, it's been different in the Champions League. Um, I think it's it's a level above. It's a completely different level. Defenders are much much Sharper. better quality, and I just think um, I think it's a lesson. It's a lesson learned for next year if we qualify, win the league this year, hopefully. And I think that, that that's obviously, you never know, but I think we will win the league this year. We're good enough. And I think it, it's a lesson learned for Dange to then bring in the quality and we'll take the advantage of it next year if if we get there. So we never know. But this year, is just a, I think it's just been a learning curve, and especially Real Madrid. And you don't know, Leipzig have been kind of up and down yeah, the past sure. few years. Yeah. So uh, before, but, when... Uh, the old manager in Leipzig had. I feel yeah. like Shakhtar got them at a good time and we got them at a not so good time, if no, you get sure. me. So, yeah, they're back on the up. Yeah, look exactly. at the way they started so, against Shakhtar. Listen, yeah. I think Shakhtar, we should, I think clinical, if we were clinical against Shakhtar, then we'd have got the six points. John? Well, I agree. I, I agree with uh, Connor. Connor, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, it's really hard. I can't put my finger on it. I really can't. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, we've got really good front players, right? We've got Kyogo. We've got Jakimakis, who are scoring for fun domestically, right? With the leading goal scorers in the league, Jota can score a goal. Maeda can score a goal. Um, so for me, it's it's really difficult to think. Yeah. Well, wh- why aren't we scoring at the the, the highest level? Um, we're creating chances which is a good thing because I was always more concerned when I never got a chance in a game. I didn't mind missing chances because I'm thinking, well, I'm making the right runs. I'm getting into the right areas. My teammates are picking me out. They're giving me good service. 
I've just got to work on that mentally myself. I've got to get on the training ground and work on my finishing. Uh, I'm sure the lads are doing it. I'm not going to criticise Kyogo and Giacomakis and Jota for missing chances. They'll be feeling it themselves. They'll be knowing that they've got to do better. But they are wonderful technicians. Mm. They're goal scorers. Uh, and it, it's just this sort of... I just can't get my head around the fact that we've had so many chances and we've not been able to capitalise on some of our good play. So I don't think it's a major concern. It's obviously been one of the main reasons that we haven't been more competitive in this particular Champions League group. But it's very hard. How can you criticise Kyogo when he scores a goal like he did against Livingston at the weekend? Mm -hmm. When it's bang, bang. It's a remarkable finish. How can you criticise Giacomacchus for not scoring goals? He's a goal scorer. That's why we brought him to the football club. So it's, it's, it's for them to come back and go, well, do you know what? If I get another opportunity at this level next year, I'm going to make sure that I score. I'm going to be a bit more composed in front of goal. And will they get a chance tonight, John? Because you always get chances, don't you? Even in the yeah. Bernabeu? I, I, I yeah. think Salik are capable of making chances yeah. tonight. I think one thing tonight at home, at the Bernabeu, Salik have got to keep the ball in the middle of the park. You know, I, I do think, I think Modric and Cruz and the yeah. likes of Valverde, yeah. they keep it really well. They play in front of their home crowd, like Celtic are. We're very confident at home. You know, we have the lion's share of possession. We keep the ball ever so well. We push our full-backs forward to get that extra man, create that extra, like, whoever's in space in the middle of the park, give the spare man the ball. That's how we play. I think Real Madrid will be similar tonight. That's John Hartson speaking about Real Madrid. Let's hear Ange Postacoglu speak about the Spanish champions. Yeah, great atmosphere. It's one of the you know iconic stadiums in the world. Um, yeah, I think even if you ask the Real Madrid players, um, they'll tell you about the atmosphere that we create at Celtic Park. It's always a memorable game, and and and. You know, it's always a, a great experience and, and we're looking forward to it for our club as well. As I said, we haven't played against Real for a very long time, you know, for our football club. But, you know, we're looking forward to the experience. More importantly, we want to make sure that we, um, you know, we, we give our, our, our supporters and our fans something to be proud of. Just give it everything tonight, Mark. Yeah, <clears throat> it's the last uh, game. Celtic know they're, they're out of Europe. Um, there's pressure on them um, to go and perform well. There's pressure for that. For supporters or self-pride when you take out the pitch, you don't want it in the back of a, a battering. You don't want to ruin the good work that they've put in the previous five games. That message, even though they've no won a game, I get all that. But they, but they have, you know, had a lot of, have a lot of yeah. positives to take. So yeah, have a go, Paul. Yeah. Tonight you're in the Bernabeu. Some of these players might, might never play at the Bernabeu um, again. It might be another 30, 40 years before Celtic play Real Madrid. So go and enjoy it. And once tonight's finished, it's the same as Rangers last night. Your focus is domestically. One game a week, couple of midweek games here and there, and then go and get the, you know, for Celtic, go and try and uh, retain the title. Because they're not invincible, Real Madrid. I mean, I hesitate to say that pre-match, but they've had some tough games in the Champions League. Yeah, they have. But on paper, but, Paul, you look yeah. at that team, and with the greatest of respect to Celtic, home advantage, Real Madrid should win, and they should win comfortably. Let's not forget yeah. Valverde, Cruz, and... You know, Modric, they are world, when we talk about world class, yeah. they are world class. Mm. Vinicius Jr. could go and play for, for any team. Courtois, arguably the best goalkeeper yep. in the world. Mm. Ancelotti, arguably the best manager mm. in the world. And they're at home. Uh, and they're the champions of Europe. So if Celtic are to get anything tonight, it's going to take a monumental effort. Come on, they're all in good, quite good form, Mark. <laughs> what are you trying to do to us? <laughs> That's going to be some game. Connor, your scoreline, what do you think tonight? 
Did you see what John did to you while you're thinking about it? Yeah, he said, yeah, no, he, he said no, about, well noted, well noted. He, he said about great tech, uh, technician. That's technician, yeah, well noted. Because you're a technician as well. So, uh, so yeah. no, that's <laughs> part of the pun, I know, he's a smart lad. Um, uh, don't, be, don't be too clever. <laughs> He'll crunch you, he's, he's crunched me a couple of times. He's so. a hero, don't, don't, yeah. don't talk about John like that. Excellent. <laughs> uh, so, I think, um, what do you think? I think if we... My heart's telling me 2-1 Celtic and right. my brain's maybe telling me 3-1 Real Madrid but I'll go on yeah. my heart so I think I think we'll definitely score and I think we'll put a good performance out last game we have to go for it so I'm definitely I'm confident we'll, we'll put a good performance out so and the lineup shows that as well I think we've got a good defence as well so I'm confident John yeah listen it's great to be confident it's brilliant yep. that you're positive and Angie's always positive and there's no doubt that Celtic can cause problems. I've mentioned the players that we have on the pitch tonight. Maeda, you know, if he can run at the, you know, the, the, the Real Madrid defence, he, with his pace and his power, Abada, we know if we can get crosses in, he always arrives really well on that back post. Kyogo's an, a world class finisher. All right. He hasn't shown it in the Champions League, but some of the goals he've scored, and there's only a net. There's only a net and a crowd. So, you know, if you can score, you can score goals against anybody. It's just a case of him finding his shooting boots again. Mm. That's as f- that's all it is for me. That's all it is with Kyogo, Yakamakis, and Jota in the Champions League so far. They just haven't found their shooting boots. They've had their Ian Dowie boots on in these particular <laughs> games. <laughs> Ian Dowie couldn't hit a barn door from three yards. I played with him for two years at West Ham. You know, but he's a wonderful guy. He's my best mate, Ian Dowie. That's why he'll take that joke. That's why he'll take that joke as a bit of fun. Next caller, Ian Dowie on the line. Her lawyer's acting for... What about the keepers then? You mentioned Courtois, one of the best in the world. Joe Hart... What do you feel about his 18 months with Celtic came out of a wilderness? Brown, I think um, you look at his Man City career for starters, mm. how long did it take him to win the league? He was a goalkeeper. Mm. I think he's been a standout for any team that he's been there, even going to Italy. I think he had his moments, but then he's came back here and he's, he's came to Celtic and Andrews definitely put a lot of trust in him. We've definitely we've got a good backup, but I think it's good competition for him. Kept on his toes. He's not lost position. I think that's probably how it shows you how professional he is. Um, and I think Ange is a player, as a manager, sorry, he likes a player that plays ball with his feet, even with his goalkeeper. So I think that passing the ball out from the from the box, Joe Hart's not really showed anything apart from the Leipzig game, which listen, you're always going to have a one-off. But yeah. I think he's he's shown that he's still got the ability, even. He's, he's technically older age he's a goalkeeper but for a keeper he's only what 35 so he's still yeah. you know relatively yeah, young. you look at yep. Craig Gordon who's sure. recently just left Celtic and you look at Alan McGregor as well yeah. good yep. goalkeepers sure. very good keepers go- tend to play yeah. a lot longer anyway yeah, very, very, yeah. they very say keepers are in their prime 34, 35 yeah, well as a footballer it's his prime 28, 29 yeah. Yeah. keepers they'll, they'll almost go on forever goalkeepers very, very good goalkeepers and I think Joe Hart has definitely shown that he's, he is still one of the best in the UK So and David Marshall as well of course who did so well for Scotland yeah, and I'm just thinking so. of him playing so well for Celtic in the new Camp some years ago remember so, Mark so he yeah. did yeah, yeah you were there. As, a, as a kid yeah, yeah. Uh, kept a clean sheet John got the winning goal yeah. um, John Kennedy also played superbly well that night too I think Joe Hart I said in the programme a couple of weeks ago if I was Celtic what I'd go and do now is go and get Joe Hart if you can time down for the next year four years it's always a problem if you get your goalkeeper tied up goalkeepers 
win you titles. Strikers win you titles, but so do goalkeepers. And Celtic cannot forget the lesson, with the greatest of respect, sure. when they had Barkas and goals. And it was a nightmare week after week for them. They found a total, they found a proper goalkeeper. So keep a hold of them. Don't make the same mistakes you made sit on the two fence years back. ago. Yeah. No, Don't sit right. on the fence, yeah. Good point. John, what was that like scoring? New camp, give us a wee moment before we head to the well, break. Well, a lot of people yeah. thought I was offside, but I, as people know, I had a lot of goals choked off for, for being onside that were called <laughs> offside. So even though I was offside, I couldn't care less. The goal says, Hartson, Eto. We drew one all. My dad was taking pictures of the scoreboard. Yeah. Barcelona won Eto. Celtic oh. won Hartson. And he was showing his mates over breakfast in Swansea the next morning. <laughs> so that was a really proud night, obviously. Um, I remember the game, uh, I think Henrik was in the dressing rooms, mm -hmm. uh, but he wasn't playing that night. Um, and I just managed to get round the back of Carlos Poyol, who was a great player. Oh, fantastic. And it was yeah. along the line, I probably was offside, but you know what, there, it's yeah. in the record books. I'll tell you what, if it was Nick Walsh and what's the, the guy, Stephen McLean, you would have been offside. Oh, <laughs> oh, allegedly. 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 Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, your words. Your that words, one, I'm not sure. Mine. That takes us nicely at the break. <laughs> <laughs> and it does. Connor, thanks. Can you sort his clobber out, actually? Maybe I the best dress in my, my own, too. Although it's too expensive. It's the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. We're back after the the break. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show. This is Paul Cooney with John Hartson and Mark Weedy. We're coming live from the Radisson Red. Later on, there'll be the podcast. And you can listen to last night. Barry Ferguson was with us as Rangers went out of Europe. Celtic already out of Europe, but they're going to Madrid. They're there now for the match with Real Madrid tonight. Celtic with two points so far. And could they take something tonight? The Celtic lineup we gave you about 20 minutes ago. Joe Hart, the captain tonight in goals. The back four of Juranovic, Starfelt back in, Jens and Taylor. Holding Moy and O'Reilly. There's Abada, Maeda and Hatati. And up front it's Kyogo. And John, you were saying about Real Madrid, Courtois goals, Caraval, yeah, Milito, Ka Ka Alaba, Carvajal. Mendy. You want to take it? Yeah. Oh Did yeah, you? Carvajal, okay. you've got, and in the midfield, Valverde, yep. Cruz and Modric. And the front three, Mark already mentioned, Vinicius Jr., the Brazilian, Rodrigo through the middle, and then Asensio. So they're, they're ever so strong. And the left back, Alaba, um, he's Austrian and he's over a hundred caps for Austria and he plays yeah. in midfield for his country and he plays left back for Real Madrid and he played uh, left back for Bayern Munich, his previous club. Okay. So, so, so versatile. You know, Alaba who's playing left back for Real Madrid tonight. Unbelievable player. Rory who joins us Rory this is uh, John Harson's phone anyone you want in football we could get the number just now <laughs> Rory welcome to the programme thank you Viv. thank you much so how are you feeling uh, about the campaign so far I've been very proud of Celtic I think um, especially Real Madrid in the, the first game uh, we might have lost 3 nothing, but mm. the players were getting clapped off the field and that's, that's the kind of attitude you want especially from the fans and from the players they just gave everything that night and I thought that was absolutely excellent. And it's been such a long time, isn't it, since Celtic um, or Rangers have been at the top table, the Champions League. Yeah, and they, they deserve to be there and they need to show that. And I think with the performances that Celtic have put in, they might have not had the results that they wanted, but the performances have been brilliant and the fans should have a reason to be proud of the team. 
they keep saying, and it's the same with Rangers, you know, they're learning in the Champions League. And Barry did say it took him about a dozen games to get Champions League ready for matches. It's tough. What do you think, what are you hoping that your team, Celtic, have learned before tonight's game? I know a lot, a lot of the players are new to the Champions League. Yeah. They've not played yeah. in the Champions League before. And I'm sure John himself has been a wee bit nervous getting into Champions League games against big clubs. And I think that our not scoring goals this year has been down to that sort of just when you're in that situation one-on-one with the keeper a wee bit of nerves in the Champions League but I think that will come with time I'm just looking back to that first game Mark just almost exactly two months ago um, the Abada a chance this is in 13 minutes 20 yeah. minutes Hatati Callum McGregor brilliant hit shot post, hit yeah. the post 21 mm-hmm. minutes then Valverde for them Benzema had a chance, um, Joe Hart, great save. But the first half hour or so, Celtic looked different class. That was then. For tonight, what are you thinking now as we, as we get closer to kick-off? Can Celtic take even a point? Well, first of all, forever the pro, Paul. Referring back to your notes. My so notes, remember those things? Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's just backing up, just refreshing the memory of how good Celtic were. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. remember that... The, they did the blitz Real Madrid. You know, they opened yeah. 10 minutes, supporters behind them, they really had a go. And Real Madrid thought, oh aye, we've got a game um, on here. And then eventually, Cruz and Modric took control uh, of proceedings once they'd, they'd weathered the storm and they started to pick things up. And your notes will tell you, Paul, over yeah. the course of the five games, but there was a pattern developed. Celtic started most games very, very well. Uh, and then eventually they, they conceded goals a lot of time after they were, Mark, because they put so much in. Mm. What they did do, they finished, I think it was Leipzig away from home, and um, but even most, I think Shakhtar away from home would have missed two or three sitters yes. in the last yeah. ten minutes where they finished strongly and should have. I think Shakhtar was the biggest one that they blew, and that was game number two. Mm. And had they won that, yeah. and they deserved to win it that night, absolutely. We went ahead, Mark, didn't yeah. we, in Shakhtar? We were yep. pegged back, and then um, against us, against um, Leipzig, Leipzig mm-hmm. we went behind, and then we scored a really good goal um, to equalise, and then within a minute concentration levels we switched off sure. and then Leipzig hit us again on the counter attack so these are things that you can learn from you know you're always at your worst concentration wise you know after the at, goal. straight after you yep. score the goal because I don't know what it is but history will tell you you know you know as soon as you score the goal you get back in you get your shape and you think right we're back in the game all of a sudden you're still thinking about the goal Boom. you know you're still celebrating yep. the crowd is still up in the air and all of a sudden you get counter attacked and you get pegged back again um, so whatever you know these type of things are learning curves for the players I would arguably say that for first 45 minutes against Real Madrid in the home game was the best we've played mm-hmm. the, 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 the best we've come out of the, 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 the dressing room the sharpest we've been in that first 45 minutes and the only thing we did wrong was not dispatch was not score that was the only thing Real Madrid were happy to get in at half time nil nil by the way and then in the 47th minute at the start of the second half we get another great chance where Maeda comes across mm-hmm. him a little bit fast yep. and he just can't quite shift his you know sort his feet out quick enough that was another great opportunity we had so um you know, we, we've not embarrassed ourselves by any stretch of the means in the Champions League game so far. I'd written down in these famous notes now, a lick of paint away from being one up. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, when you you think of it, McGregor, is that referring to McGregor's? That's right, the McGregor. One, yeah, you know, yeah. it's come off the post, Courtois beaten, uh, all ends up, and it is, and that's the small um, margins uh, that just, you know, in any game, at any yep. level, small margins, and it just shows you as well, Paul, to succeed and to be successful, you need to carry that wee, uh, that wee bit of luck too. 
Did, did they paint the post that day? Did that make a difference? <laughs> oh, See these journalistic things that we say over here? A lick of paint. That's stupid. <laughs> right, here's what Ange thinks about the campaign to date. Well, I think, you know, the, the whole Champions League campaign for us has, um, you know, has been a, a great sort of, um, you know, process in us understanding, you know, what we can bring to these games and, and you know, the areas we keep, we need to keep improving. I think uh, in every game we've had our moments and, and when we've had our moments, we haven't taken them. But most of the time that's come, we've played our football and, um, you know, we also know that when the opposition have their moments at this level, they can punish you. And, um, you know, I think this whole sort of campaign for us has been one where, you know, we understand exactly sort of the areas that, you know, we can make an impact, but also the areas where, you know, we have to be wary of. Ange Postacoglu speaking ahead of the game. We're live on the Go Radio Football Show. We're at the Radisson Red. We're with Macklin Motors. Uh, Rory from Clydebank, do you get to the games often? I know it's more difficult with the job. and Not as yep. much. I mostly watch them on TV or going to the pub my pals and watching them. Right. But, uh, not what's, as much what's your local? Them. What's the... Um, usually Dentoker are staying in Dentoker right. well yeah. round about Dentoker sure. so say no more just for security <laughs> oh yeah of course famous yeah um, uh, so what do you think Ange Postacoglu what do you I heard them talking about him on, on radio this morning um, Jim White they were chatting about Ange Postacoglu they were talking about you know the Brighton job um, which of course went to Graham Potter you would never want him to, to go certainly not for what two or three years no, we don't want to go for a long time. We'd rather he just spent the rest of his career here because mm. I think he's been absolutely fantastic so far. And he's got the right attitude for Celtic. Celtic are an attacking team and they need to be an attacking team. And for a few years, it was kind of wasn't that way. Side-to-side mm. -side football, and we don't want that. It should be direct. We should be going out trying to score more goals than the opposition. No matter how many we concede, we should always be trying to outscore the opposition. And that's always been the Celtic way. Yeah, I wouldn't be too worried if we go back to the, the Brighton job. Graham Potter left to go to Chelsea. He had to go. Obviously, Chelsea, Champions League, everything else. Did a great job at Brighton. Obviously, manager at Swansea. Yeah. I got to know Graham when of he was course, at Swansea. Yeah. Yeah. I think he came from come from Norway or somewhere. Was it Ostenstad? Yeah, Sweden. Yep. Sweden, Mark, yeah, to go to the Swansea job. Yeah. Uh, and then he's just gone up the ladder, isn't he? I do think it's a compliment for Celtic fans when Ange is linked with our Premier League clubs. I think Ange have said more than once I know we heard it a little bit from Brendan Rodgers. It was his dream job. It's where he wanted to be. He'd always wanted to manage Celtic. Wanted to stay for the tenure. All these sort of stuff. Um, you know, uh, sort of allegedly that he'd said. Um, so for me, I think Ange is here f for a while yet. Um, hopefully, like, uh, like Rory said, he'll be here for a long time. I think he's changed the whole image of the club. I think he's changed the whole... Um, feeling amongst supporters that the way that he wants to play he connects so, doesn't he John oh, yeah, and he, he gets yep. it Mark yep. um, Paul sorry yep. and the system it'll take a while really to get it although domestically it's really worked at times um, the 4-3-3 system where it takes a lot of hard work it takes a lot of fitness levels um, pressing high hunting in packs not in ones in twos um, getting your full backs forward all these type of things it's a new system that he's introduced to the football club. I played in a three, three at yep. the back, all my days under Martin O'Neill. Three at the back, which allows you to play two centre forwards. That doesn't happen anymore, really, does it? Not really. Not yep. many clubs play with two up. Now, there are several, by the way, but this whole system, um, is his attitude to football, the way that he talks, he's always very, very positive. 
believes in his players, mm-hmm. tells them to go out and express themselves and go and play football. Um, so I always think I wouldn't be too worried if I was a Celtic fan in terms of Ange being linked to other clubs. That's a compliment. That tells you he's doing very, very well. You know, and I just think we, we have to believe, you know, um, Ange, when he says that he's here for, for the long run, I think uh, tie him down, give him what he wants, back him in the market. And I think we have got a magnificent man in charge of the football club. As, lo- as long as he gets the backing, that's the key. Yeah. To it. Brendan Rodgers left because he felt he wasn't getting backed the way he wanted to be backed. And the thing about Ange Postecoglou, I think he's realistic as well. He knows he can Celtic can sign players at 12, 14, 16 million. But they can, as long as they back him and he feels that the board are doing the best that they can, then you know he'll stick around. And I think... And, you know, you could probably say oh, he's maybe a, you know, a top eight manager rather than a Wales and a Brighton and maybe people probably think they're a bottom six club sure. down south. Mm. Um, it depends what he thinks his career path is. Because if you're no one, with the greatest respect, if you're no one in games in Europe, you ain't going to a top six club in England. So he might feel he might need to take that, that stepping stone like Graham Potter mm. to go and achieve that. But I don't see him going any time soon. I think, he's, I think he's very much committed to Celtic. I think you said there, Mark, back in, and I think you, that's a brilliant point. Yeah. But I see similarities to when Martin Neal came to the club. He bought me for six million. He bought Chris Sutton. He bought Alan Thompson. He bought Lenny. I think you look at Ange, he's been allowed to go into the Asia market and bring in the four Japan internationals that he's brought in he was able to put the money up to buy Jota when Jota was coming in at eight point whatever million Carter Vickers being six or seven different clubs on loan comes to Celtic and says I want this guy permanent the the board back him and they pulled the eight million pounds out one or two others O'Reilly Abada three million pounds yeah. for Abada not many games in the Israel you know playing for yeah. the Israeli sure. uh, national team so I see similarities in terms of backing the manager and if, if, if the club want to be in the Champions League every year then they have to back the manager great chat that's the first out Rory what's your scoreline would you go to one Celtic I'm going to be positive tonight 2-1 Celtic yep just looking around the crowd here Yep, I think quite a lot of people would certainly go for that. Going to take a quick break. The news is next. And then the game itself, 45 minutes away. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. So the table looks like this after five games. Real Madrid on 10 points. RB Leipzig just one behind and then Shakhtar Donetsk on six. Celtic on two points. Final games tonight, Real Madrid against Celtic and then Shakhtar against Leipzig. And John, when you look back to that opening night when Celtic played so well but lost 3-0 to Real Madrid... It's fascinating to think back that Shakhtar thrashed Leipzig 4-1. I know, that was a remarkable result, wasn't it? We're all coming off thinking, looking at the other teams in the group and thinking, wow, Mm -hmm. Shakhtar go to Leipzig and and win away from home 
and obviously the game will be in Warsaw tonight as uh, Shakhtar welcome uh, Leipzig. Leipzig can still finish top of the top of the group, um, and obviously Real Madrid will play a huge part in that. Obviously, home themselves tonight. So uh, yeah, you know it's uh, it was a remarkable result really, and uh, you know to think they could go to Leipzig and do that. I think Leipzig since then have kicked on a little bit, though. I think that almost spooked them that result. We're going to look a bit at the Rangers situation after last night, Mark. You've had 20 hours to think about it. Rangers will look back on it. You get the sense that they want to forget now about the Champions yeah. League campaign and put everything into, well, regaining the title. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at the, the headlines this morning and the, the analysis last night. You know, Rangers of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and these players have, have been battered. You know, the, the worst team in Champions League history, no points, two goals, etc., etc. They need to suck that up, Paul. They just need to accept it. That's part and parcel of the job that like I said yeah it's been a really dismal campaign uh, for Rangers but that said you know, you've know, you got to credit them for getting there they didn't have automatic entry because they didn't win the league so they had to get through two tough qualifiers so I credit Giovanni Van Bronckhurst for the bank balance of the football club it was absolutely vital yeah. um, that they got that money in um, as well so it's, it's worked out well but it's been a campaign from Amsterdam onwards the six games it's been a campaign um, to uh, forget and now um, the focus for them starts on Sunday away to St Johnson and you know making sure that they, that they hang in there with Celtic until the, the, the turn of the year when Celtic go to Ibrox January 2nd Yeah let's hear from the Rangers manager Giovanni Van Bronckhurst after the game last night and he was talking about that unwelcome record of uh, well the worst record in the group stages of Champions League Well it's always difficult you know of course you know that the, the gap is there uh, but you don't want to concede so many many goals against you and uh, if you see you know, the goals we conceded in, 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 in many games in this campaign, you know, that's it was too much, especially at home against Liverpool, you know, against teams, you know, from the highest quality. And we struggled in those moments. And, uh, you know, it's a big learning uh, experience for, for us. John, what's your thinking about the game last night? You would see the, the match itself or the highlights of, of Rangers. Were you surprised that Ajax were a level above Rangers? Well, I think if, if, if Morelos obviously again, you know, missed, missed an open goal, didn't he? Um, but Ajax, I, th- I think the, the performance in Amsterdam on, on, I think it was it, was it game one or two, uh, one? Um, it was almost like men against boys. It was like 18 year olds against 12 year olds. Ajax absolutely destroyed them. They kept the ball all night, shipping in, what was it, seven at home to Liverpool. Yep. When Rangers over the last couple of years have been really strong at home. Um, so that was a, a big surprise, even though it was Liverpool. Yeah. I thought they went to Anfield and for the last 20 minutes, they almost took the shackles off. So I think Sakala came off the bench and they looked, they looked a bigger threat, yeah. but the game was all, almost done. Sure. Difficult to come from two behind at Anfield away from home. Um, and I just think, I just think almost is like, um, with Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, he knows that that the other teams in the in the group, Napoli, Liverpool and Ajax, are just far superior. They really are the, than Rangers. And I think if you look at it that way, the group was a really hard group, almost a group of death, I thought. You know, oh, the um, toughest, wasn't it? It yeah. was a really, really hard group. Um, and they're just not at that level. You could say almost Celtic, you could say the same in terms of, yeah. you know, results-wise, but performances-wise... Rangers look as if they're delighted to be out. They don't want anything to do with it. But I think Celtic have embraced it 
and they've actually played well in, in, in games yeah. at times um, and almost not got, not got the results for their performances. You can't really say that Rangers have put on any type of decent performance. Maybe the first half at home to Napoli. Yeah, you know, they were, James they, they yeah. were okay, sure. weren't they? Yeah. 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 But, um, they were decent in the first half at home in Liverpool as well. To be right. fair, they made a fist of it and then and the, 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 the roof collapse, yeah. fell in the 20, well, conceded five, six goals in 25 minutes. But the Morellas missed yesterday. John is a great striker. How uh, He's gone back the way, hasn't he? Well, he needed that and he's in and out, isn't he? He's looking at Cholak and thinking mm. the manager doesn't really, you know, Morelos, in the period that he's been at Rangers, he's been the number one striker. Mm -hmm. You know, Gerard fancied him, played him all the time. And he did he's well. Got, he's got over 100 goals. Yeah. Listen, you know, give him credit for that. Um, he's unpredictable. And now when you see another striker coming in, um, he, he plays now in fit, it bursts and fits yeah. and starts. He wants to be the number. It's affecting him. It's affected his confidence. His contract is up at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt for me that he will leave um, because he's not playing regular at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. They've got other problems as well with Kent, with his contract running down. Arguably two of the best Rangers players mm -hmm. in the last four or five years, best performers, getting them to the Europa League uh, final last season. So in terms of how far they've dropped, particularly in Europe, I know it's different, the Europa League and the Champions League, but some of the performances show that that they've not moved forward, they've almost gone backwards. Let's hear a final word then from GVB. How disappointed was he last night? Disappointing for us, you know, it started really well with, you know, two good ties we played against Union and PSV and, and qualified for Champions League. But, you know, after playing six games, you can, uh, you can see the difference in, uh, you know, in level and uh, against the teams we competed. So that was very difficult for us to, to get results. So that was Rangers last night. We are here in the Radisson Red. It's the Go Radio Football Show live with Macklin Motors. Ryan joins us. Ryan, good evening. Good evening. Welcome Hi. to the hotel, which you know well. I think you joined us earlier in the campaign, a Celtic I've... fan. What are you thinking um, about the Celtic lineup? You saw it there. I think it's a good lineup. Optimistic. I am a fan of Jens at the back. I think he shows mm -hmm. that attacking football and the athleticism needed for uh, the Ange brand of football. Uh, that being said, you know, it's, uh, compared to the Real Madrid team we're facing, I don't think we can expect too much from them. Of course, no Cameron Carter-Vickers, no McGregor. Would that make a difference? You'd probably have to say yes, I would imagine. Yeah, Makes a difference, yes, to the score. At the end of the day, you know, I don't, I don't know. Throw in your score right away because uh, you greeted us as we came in this afternoon. I think just in the door I said 2-1 Celtic. Maybe a wee bit optimistic. Um, oh. But I think it's a Real Madrid team with nothing really to play for in a Celtic team uh, who have nothing to lose and when that's the case I think why not be optimistic Mark Guidi what would you say? Well, I think Real Madrid have potentially got something to play for because they want to top the group and they might need to win the game um, to top the group they might not um, they, might, sure. they might just need a, a, a point but I think that you know we talk about you know because we are from, from here and we live here and you know we know the demands at Celtic and Rangers that the supporters demand that they go and win every game yeah. Real Madrid's the same yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you don't win the Champions League 12 or 13 times yeah. unless you've got great demands you don't survive 14, at the Bernabeu yeah. as a manager or as a player unless you can live up to the demands and yeah they're, they're, they've got 10 points already they're through whether it's in first or second yeah. place but there's 60, 70,000 Real Madrid fans in the stadium tonight so they will demand um, their players go and put a put a performance on and get a result and especially on the back of as Paul said um, at the top they drop points in La Liga in the weekend so that you know they need to go and do it 
Kyogo, what are you looking from him? Clearly goals, but goals, yeah. yeah, it was it's so surprising, wasn't it? That everyone talks about the step up in quality, but do you think tonight he could score? He will score? I think he's gonna have chances. It's just yeah. if he puts them away, that's the question. Um, the movement is obviously there, the sort of instinct is there. It's just that final touch uh, has been lacking in Champions League football. John? Yeah, I think Kyogo's got brilliant movement. It's not a concern, but Celtic have to get on the ball. You know, they have to play it wide to Abada. He has to go and run at Alaba, who's left back for, for uh, Real Madrid tonight. Maeda, you know, he's powerful. Well, I just hope we don't get pushed back. Uh, too much um, and we camped on on our own 18 yard box because these are a really good attacking team they'll have 80 odd thousand fans in the Bernabeu tonight like Celtic at home we take advantage of that we're all confident we all want to get on the ball as players away from home sometimes you know you can almost sit off and, and against top teams and, and, and respect them. You know, Modric can play, Cruz. I just hope these guys don't just start running the game from early on. Yeah. I think Celtic have to try and get on the ball, have spells of possession. That's the only way we are going to create chances. If we are, if we are on the front foot and we are on the ball, passing it well, playing our football, getting it wide and then getting service into Kyogo and getting the likes of Hitati, like we saw that at, in, um, uh, in, in several times during the Champions League getting forward and supporting Kyogo that's my only concern yep. when we when we creating chances if we create chances we've got to get all a hold of the ball we, ha we have to have great possession at times got to get at them haven't you that's right yep. you, know, you can't give them any space time or it's a long night yeah with uh, Moy in midfield yep. though, I don't know how possible okay. that seems a bit more of a negative option uh, to me but yeah but maybe that's uh, cautious, John, because you might need Moy. Yeah, but O'Reilly's been playing that number six yeah. role, you know, the, the role that Callum, Callum. Uh, yeah. normally plays. And he's, he's actually been quite good there because, mm. you know, he can pass the ball, he sees pitches, he's very comfortable with the ball at his feet. He can pass it long, pass it short. Um, so I think Moy will maybe have a more forward sort of role to that more advanced role in that midfield. Obviously, Hitati will be the one that will try and join in as often as he can because Kyogo will need support. Ryan, I remember you're a great football lover. Who do you think is going to win this tournament? So you think Real Madrid will defend it? My money would be in Real Madrid, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I think uh -huh. the dark horse, though, would be Napoli. Uh, mm. I've quite liked what I've seen from them so far. Yep. Although it was a, a weak Liverpool team they were up against at the start of the draw, uh, I think six goals past them. Is a, a really positive result and could be in for something big this season. And Man City, will they finally do it for the first time? I don't think so. No? You don't think so? I don't have it. Mark Guidi, what do you think? Uh, I think there's going to be a first-timer and it'll either be Man City or PSG. I think Messi's right. got the bit between his teeth yeah, as well. His, his stats for PSG are frightening. Mbappe, all that. So uh, if you give me a free bet right now, I'd go Man City. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's PSG. Okay, hedging it there. But Man City probably, Man City at the moment, yeah. or yeah. PSG. John Hartson, you came closest to winning gold in, in a European competition. None of us got anywhere near it. Who do you think? I think I've got a couple. Yep. I've got, okay. I think Go on. Real Madrid. Yeah. The holders, they'll want to retrain the train the trophy. I think they've got one of the best managers in the world. Mark alluded to Carlo Ancelotti. He's won it so many I times. I also think yeah. the way Bayern Munich have gone about this group. Mm -hmm. They've topped the group again. They've been very, very impressive with Barcelona. I think they beat Barcelona by four. Uh, I know Barcelona building, but the second in La Liga behind Real Madrid. Um, and Man City, this is why 
you know, they get so much back in. They want, this is what they really want. They've won several Premier Leagues now under Pep Guardiola. They're building a team. They're getting the best players in every position. They've just got the most sought-after centre-forward in the world in Haaland. Uh, he will be back fit very soon. And I just think that gives them the edge. That guy is, is a robot. He's special. And he scores goals for fun. He makes, he makes the game look so easy, doesn't he? So if they can get him firing, I think he gives City a massive advantage. I know they've had Aguero and they've had other great players down the years and they failed to win it. They got to a couple of finals. But I just think this season, Manchester City, I don't bet anymore. I'm 11 no. years now, Paul, well as you know. Yeah. 11 but years and two weeks. If, if, yeah. I, if I was still betting, I'd have a pound on Man City. <laughs> you would. Jim White gave up drink 11 years ago in a week. Was it the same thing? Did I you don't both know. decide at the same I, time? I, I don't yeah. know. I Listen, don't know. No, fair, fair play, play to, to you. Jim. Indeed. It's very good, that from and Jim. Really. everyone. It is. Especially these days, it must be tough. Ryan, thank you very much. Your scoreline again then. Your final thought. I know it changed earlier. You've got two ones. Go on, Ryan. You you're telling me to be positive no 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 I'll just I'll, I'll go 2-2 two, 2-2 two. Two, two. quick break and then we're back here live it's the Go Radio Football Show the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland let's go Hope you're okay out there tonight. There's been some really heavy rain we just heard there from Alan with the traffic update. Take it easy. Stay tuned to the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors getting you home tonight for the big game. Real Madrid against Celtic. One of the, well, two of the teams that have won the tournament. Real Madrid, 14 times winners. Celtic, the winners in 1967 and runners up in 1970. Tom joins us from Clyde Bank. Tom. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? Yeah, great, thanks. You? Yeah, good, thank you. Having a good evening. Yeah, good. We're looking after you here. Yeah. 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 And you'll stay for the podcast later with sure our friends at Steen yeah. at the Radisson Red. I see Hannah is in the house. Graham looking after us, everybody, uh, as they have throughout this tournament. This is the final one, of course. Uh, Rangers not getting any points, uh, losing last night. Celtic, two points. How do you feel about that? Do you think you'll look back and think, hmm, should have done better? No, I think we've done, we've done proud. We're a good football team. Um, we're positive, do you know what I mean? We're building. Um, a lot of players learning, uh, playing in the Champions League. So, yeah, we're doing, we're doing not bad. Yeah. And that's Postacoglu. What a transformation for you. I mean, when he came in at the start of last season, uh, the Rangers were everyone's bet to retain the title. Yeah, that was a shock that we came from behind and to regain the title. But... Um, I say I think uh, Andrew's built a really positive team. He's still building, he's still looking to sign players and build on that momentum and keep on driving forward and hopefully win many more titles in the next couple of years. Yeah, you're well, not even forty. I don't think I'm just guessing. <laughs> what was the vintage period for you? Is this today the vintage period with Abadas and Kyogo, Gikamakis, O'Reilly, and, and the Ange Postacoglu way of playing? Uh, yeah, I say this is one of the better teams I say we've watched over the years. But I say uh, you always talk about the history, but then you think about the now and then, and you want to be in the now and then and make sure you're winning the league title so that you can look back on history and say we won in 2022 and 2023 and all the other quadruple trebles and what we've won over the years. European nights are really special. What was your favourite memory? A game you were at? Just choose. Um, Probably Celtic playing Liverpool at Parkhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hartson scoring that amazing goal. And at the Anfield as well, of course, when the amazing goal from John, European football. Do you think Celtic can get back to those kind of performances in Europe? 
I think the gulf between, um, like, say, your Man City's and yeah. your Real Madrid's now are, are huge, as Gio said yesterday. But at the end of the day, the gulf between ourselves and the Scottish clubs are, are huge as well. So, and they still put up a fight. So you still have to put up a fight to to get a performance. And, and you mentioned just during the break that with Rangers back and in it, you you enjoy that competition. Yeah, so obviously a number of years without Rangers being in it, you, you're winning titles and you're running away with the leagues and you're winning competitions and you want a bit of fight, you want a bit of, kind of character in the league and people people winning, yeah. And John, there's no game like it, is there? Celtic Rangers. Oh, it's a great game. <laughs> One of the reasons why I came to play up in Scotland, I wanted to taste a bit of that game. Uh you know, obviously, nothing better than winning in that particular game. It's not very nice when you lose them. Certainly for the next four or five months, you've got to take a little bit of stick. You've got to, you know, the opposite team have the bragging rights. I think in the last 10 or 12 years, I think Celtic have been so, so dominant. I think they're going for the 11th title in the last 12 years this season. Um, so, yeah, you know, Celtic have had the dominance. Rangers have had it before, of course, uh, years ago. Um, but no, they are. They're special games. They're special games for 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 any player, and it's a Celtic fans um, growing up in 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 Glasgow, Celtic or Rangers. You want to go and represent that particular team, who you support as a child, and then to and then to go on and and obviously if you if you're a young footballer to play for one of the two teams, and then to go and score in that particular game. You know, it's it's very special for some players who get to do that, but. Uh, no, I, th- I think going back as well to the European football, I think Celtic have, particularly Ange, I think they've enjoyed being in yeah. this tournament. Mm-hmm. I think they've enjoyed going up against the big guns. It's like tonight, nobody really, um, no, nobody really gives us a chance, maybe outside of the Celtic paternity, outside of the Celtic support. Yeah. Yes, we have to believe in ourselves and be positive as a club. Ange is always positive. But I think you've got to embrace it. You know, Vinicius Junior tonight for Real Madrid, he'll be starting for Brazil in three weeks' time. What a moment it is for young Taylor to be coming up against Vinicius. Taylor will be, you know, Taylor will be sitting in his lounge with his wife and his family, Greg Taylor, looking at Vinicius Junior thinking, I came up against him three weeks ago in the Champions League. What a moment. You know, irrespective. Absolutely. Yes, we want results. Of course we want to play well. But it's, it's building. Ange knows this particular team at this moment in time, although we've had good moments, we'll need to take it to another level. You need to be backed. And, uh, you know, it's all about progressing and learning from experiences and building. So we want to be back here next year. And, John, we'll be doing the same thing. We'll be watching the, the World Cup coverage and watching Wales, the ITV coverage. There's John Harson. We were with him <laughs> just a few weeks ago because you're off soon for the World Cup. We'll talk about that before kickoff. For those just joining us, Mark, you've got the team news tonight. A couple of changes and force changes for Celtic. Yeah, the Celtic team obviously know Cameron Carter-Vickers, but they go with Joe Hart and Goals, who's captaining the team. Tonight, Juranovic, Starfelt's back in, Jens and Taylor make up the back four. The midfield three, Moy, Hatati and O'Reilly. And a front three of Abada, Ameda on the wings and Kyogo through the middle for Real Madrid. The European champions, it's Courtois goals. A back four of Carvajal, Mende, Militao and Alaba. Midfield three of Valverde, Cruz and Modric. And a front three of Asensio, Rodrigo and Vinicius Junior. Benzema is on the bench. Beware. Scoreline, what do you reckon, Tom? What do you think? 
it's going to be? I would hope it would win 2-1, but... Seems popular, but... But I think, I think Real Madrid will, will edge it and maybe 3-1. Three, 3-1. Three, one. Three, one. We'll definitely score, I think, but 3-1. Yeah. 3-1 three, one. Three, one would certainly be no disgrace. No, there's been, yeah. there's been worse results in the Champions League. Of course. So. Tom, thank you very much for joining us. We'll maybe speak to you later on the podcast. That, that's kind of realistic, John, isn't it? A 2-1, two, 3-1 a two, one, maybe? Yeah, I think, I think if we have big moments in the game, like we've always wanted at this level, we have had big moments in the game. We've just failed to take them. So tonight, if we have one or two, hopefully we'll take our chances. Goals win games. Mm. I know you've got to be strong defensively against the counter-attack and against real top-class players. But we failed to score goals in this particular mm. Champions League. So tonight, we're very dependent. If we get opportunities, there's no doubt if we score goals, you know, we can get something. But, you know, they are a bit special. So, listen, my, my prediction is that we, we'll get beat narrowly. And I think it'll be probably about two... Two to three one. That that is how I see it going tonight. Two to three one. Mark, who do you think for Celtic tonight? So the captain is out long term, Callum McGregor. Yeah. The vice captain, uh, you know, is out tonight. Yeah. CCV. Yeah. Who are the influences? I mean, I'm thinking of a young player, Matt O'Reilly, for example. MK Dons yeah. this time just over a year ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I like O'Reilly. I've said a few times in the program, Paul. I like him. Um, I think a couple of things for me. Score first. Celtic can score first. You know, it becomes a proper game and a couple of times they have taken the lead and the two there's nobody able to, to hold on so that's when you need to learn lessons and be more defensively switched on the other thing that word will use and particularly applies to Maeda is composure when you get into key areas just take your time and I'm not saying you've got loads of, but do you know what I mean you think sometimes you've been in the final third and his final ball's been poor and in front of goals been poor Composure, relax and be composed. And if you do that, you give yourself a better chance of executing the final pass or taking your chance um, in front of goal. So that's key to it tonight for Celtic. But as I say, Paul, if they are going to get some tonight, and I don't think it's beyond them to go and nick a point, you know, get a draw, they'll need to produce a monumental effort. And from Joe Hart right through the team, right up to Kyogo up top, and the substitutes as well, because yeah. we know he will make four or five changes, maybe the 60 to 75 minute mark, everybody will need to play their part. And on the bench, the two keepers, Bain and Segrist. There's Gikamakis can score goals. Haksabanovic, Turnbull, McCarthy, Jota, who'd still love to be at the World Cup. Uh, Bernabe, Abilgard, Forrest scored a hat-trick just a couple of weeks ago. Ralston and Welsh. Tom, thanks again for joining us. We're only, what, 15 minutes away, less than, away from kickoff. A quick break, and then we're back, taking you right up to 5.45, when it's Real Madrid against Celtic. Football show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Tomorrow night in the programme, it'll be Andy Walker and Craig Moore on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. And we're back till five to seven, and it'll become a memory. Won't be a distant memory. The Champions League season 20, 22, 23. Uh, Rangers went out completely last night. They could have a, a five-goal win. Probably was never going to happen. They lost 3-1. And Celtic, with two points, are in well one of the greatest stadia in the world. And I was lucky enough to be there a number of years ago. I think there were 110,000 that night, John. For It was absolutely crazy, but it was fantastic. Yeah, I see young Joe is there over in Madrid. He sent in a picture with him and Chris Sutton. So I sent him a picture of us 
with John Hartson. Where's Henrik Larson? Mark, is he in the house? We've got the other two. Yeah. So We don't need Henrik when we'll get John. Absolutely. Here. John, it's been brilliant having you with us. No, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. I think what we've got here in the Radisson Red yeah. has been excellent. We get a few of the boys in the crowd as well, and they add a bit of flavour to the night. And I really do think Go Radio has done something really good here, and hopefully in the future we'll continue this. Thank you. Well done, James. One good idea in two years. <laughs> oh, he's going to get me back for that, the executive producer. There was no need for that. I'll take the yellow card. Right, we're just getting ready. We're just waiting for the teams to be in the tunnel. And it's such a massive stadium. You've covered from yeah, that ground. I was, uh, what members are The 2010 Champions League final, Inter Milan against Bayern Munich. It was Jose Mourinho against Louis van Gaal. Yep. Uh, Inter Milan won. Melito, the Argentinian striker, got the goals. Um, aye, and it, was, and it was special. The whole occasion being the city. Uh, before it, yeah, very privileged, Paul. Well, the Celtic fans always travel in big numbers, home and away. Alan, let's hear Ange Postacoglu speak about the Celtic fans. Um, yeah, in terms of our supporters, they've been outstanding um, this whole campaign and they've supported us um, home and away. Everyone talks about the atmosphere at Celtic Park and European nights, but our support away from home in Europe is um, something we're really proud of as well. They, they get behind us. And for everyone at the football club, they've really been looking forward to this game. There's history between... Yeah, Celtic and Real. Di Stefano's testimonial was between the two clubs. We haven't played, you know, since then. So, you know, for everyone at our club, we're very proud to to again be here at the Bernabeu playing against, you know, one of the world's greatest teams. And and hopefully tomorrow night is is a game that, you know, um, will be memorable for, for everyone, including our supporters. That's one of the things about him. He, he doesn't just give you platitudes. Mm. He picks up on a, a great game, a special game from yeah. many, many years ago. He knows like the Stefano. history. He knows, he yeah. knows the history and he's, he's learned uh, what he's been. You know, he's accustomed to that. And yeah. uh, Celtic should be in the Champions League every year. There's no doubt about that. And that's what Ange wants. You know, it's been far too long since we last um, played in the Champions League. So Ange's, Ange's view, I think, is... His desire is to take Celtic into the Champions League and improve and improve the, the team and improve our European sort of standing in terms of we won it in 1967. Um, we played as well. Was it the final in 1970? Yeah, 17. Lost yep. to, was it final? Extra time. If you know your history. <laughs> there you go. So I just think nights like tonight against an incredible team you want to be competitive but you also want to enjoy going to these venues and trying to make a good account of yourselves and it's brilliant to be in the Champions League this is the holy grail of of, of club football you know and and we want to keep building as a club as a team but Ange Ange gets it and he realises Celtic is global we're a global institution as a football club fans all over the world and he will want to take Celtic into the Champions League every single season. That is what he will want while he stays as Celtic manager. John Hartson, you're part of the history of, of this club, so you do know your history. And Mark, I'm thinking there of the late great Bertie Ault who said, "Our son, oh, entertain them. Entertain. Go and entertain them." So that, oh. I mean, that's a big ask tonight. But I wonder if we could see a great game of football. Ah, Paul, I think we will. You know, I'm really upbeat about the game because you know, we know with the team, we know we Ange. Um, you know, def- before we would debate, ah, he'll, he'll maybe think it a wee bit, we'll be a bit more defensive. No, he's not. He's not. He's exactly the same. Whether it's Motherwell at home, Aloha away, or Real Madrid in the Bernabeu, he will play the same way and he'll give his 11 starters the same message. So the supporters know what they're getting. And, you know, Celtic will create chances tonight. It's just if they can take them. But I think we're in for a really good game of football. What's not to enjoy? 
the champions of Europe in the Bernabeu, Tony Cruz, Luka Modric, yeah. Thibaut yeah. Courtois, Carlo Ancelotti, 2,000 Celtic fans in there watching their team in the Champions League. Enjoy every moment of it because it doesn't happen often. And don't worry about their bench, John. I mean, Benzema, he's peaked. <laughs> Paul, if you're worried about their bench, mate, you, you need a few uh, antibiotics yeah, down here tonight, indeed, I think. Indeed. For Celtic, let's get a quick word about the players as we wait for them. In fact, they're in the tunnel now. Um, the talking just about over Joe Hart big night for him captain as well as the keeper big night for yep. Joe Hart he'll need to make some saves tonight obviously um, no Benzema so that's, mm. that's a that's a bonus but they still have Rodrigo Vinicius Junior and as I mentioned earlier on so they need to get spells in possession and make the most of that possession um, relying on Maeda and Abada to get close to Kyogo and also then do the defensive duties when Real Madrid are, are attacking because yep. they will attack on many occasions tonight we see quite a few thousand I think maybe eight or nine thousand Celtic fans there for the game we just see them there in one quarter of the ground Mark Greg Taylor what can you say about him what a season yeah I think you know even beyond this season I think he's been good you know two million quid great piece of business and I love his mentality because he's had to win over the Celtic support um, you know there was, a, there was a lot of basically long and short of it is a lot of Celtic fans thought he wasn't good enough to wear the jersey so he's had to win them over a great piece of business bought by Neil Lennon and that left-back jersey can be his for years and years to come. You're checking the strips. It looks as though it will be an away strip. You, imagine, you know, would imagine it would be with Real Madrid, Los Bancos yeah, playing right. in the white. Of so course. Celtic yeah. probably will. Uh, Juranovic, so much said about him. And there's a little bit of speculation about his future. He's a Celtic player tonight. And my goodness, he could be under the spotlight tonight. Yeah, good player, Juranovic. What I like about him, when he gets a ball, he likes to carry the ball forward. Mm. He loves to take the team up the pitch. Great energy levels. Really good on the ball. Uh, looks to looks to join in as well when he gets over the halfway line. Mm. Can play, he's a good football player. So yeah, Juranovic and Taylor Celtic are, are lucky at this moment in time. We have re, we have two really good attack minding um uh, fullbacks. Big night for a real Hatati. Mm. I like Hitati, but I can't yeah. believe he's not in that Japan squad for yeah. the World Cup. I'm take, really, oh, Kyogo, Mark. Yeah, totally yeah, taking it back. I've, yeah. I've seen that to Paul. Like, God, yeah. They must have some standard and Absolutely. a player in the Japan squad. Kyogo could two be guys. called up. There's another striker uh, who's yeah. injured. But yeah. I think Hitati, I really, I really like. He's another one who you know, eventually will, will go for big, big uh, money. He'll be, be sought after by some of the big clubs um, in Europe. So yeah, I think he'll do well tonight. Uh, Moy, I have no concerns about him at all, Paul. I think he's actually played really well for Celtic in the past three or four games. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think Celtic have got the strongest starting 11 available. You, you could possibly argue maybe Jota or Forrest instead yeah. of Maida, mm. but overall, I get why the manager's gone with that starting 11. Leila Bada, he's had a couple of chances in Europe. John, could this be the night? He writes his name uh, as we see the referee, and it's a female referee tonight. Great to see. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, they're as good as the men, Paul. Well, you know, I've got yep, four daughters. Sure. I'm all for women getting involved in sport and think it's brilliant. So, um, Abada, we know yep. what Abada brings. He'll get on the ball. He'll look to take the full back on. He'll come in. He'll cut inside. He will make sure he's in the width of that goal when the ball comes in from the opposite side. He's brilliant at that, getting himself in, in that far post area where he's got several goals from that position. You know, bundles of energy, Abada, he can go up and down, he can run all day. Um, just hope tonight that he can get another opportunity and he, and he can take his chance because he's had a few, which they fluff their lines at times, sure. you know. Yep. Um, but hopefully tonight, uh, if, the, if the boys can get opportunities, they've got to be able to take them to stay in this game. 
guys, girls here in the Radisson Red, you like that away strip? That's the best-selling one, isn't it? It's like the Inter Milan strip, except it's green, obviously, rather than blue. As they come out, will make no difference. It's going to be some game tonight. We're looking forward to it. What do we think of it? Who's going for a draw? Have we got a draw in the house yet? Oh, boring, going for a draw. boring. Got a draw. Real Madrid to win. What do we think? 2-2, two, two, Somerset. And Celtic to win tonight? Oh, yeah, has a fair number. I'd say about two-thirds going for Real Madrid to win. As we hear, the Champions League theme... Zedok the priest, we hear it for the last time for a wee while. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Uh, well, you say it's been good. It's been disappointing that the, so far uh, neither Celtic or Rangers have managed to win a game in Europe. There's a chance for Celtic tonight. I've got 90 minutes to go and do it. I don't fancy them, Paul, but I think they will make a game of it. But for me, we're in for a crack 90 minutes. Real Madrid 3, Celtic 2. Final rally cry. John well, as Harsin. long as Celtic are competitive, as long as they can get spells with the ball and they can create opportunities. We haven't taken their opportunities up to now. We know for Celtic to be in this game, they've got to be taking their chances, and I think they'll get a few tonight. Good luck, Celtic. Thanks, everyone. We're back with the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors tomorrow at 5, and look out and listen out for the podcast later, live from the Radisson Red with Steam. Thank you so much. Good luck, Celtic. Good night. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go, go. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.